Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Shitty Podcast, episode 29 of the Quarantine Edition. I'm Trent Bruce. We're going to get Nick Grace on here very soon. Ladies and gentlemen, it's almost Thanksgiving. We're very excited. We hope that you have a safe and healthy Thanksgiving. Uh, if you can't be with your family, uh, obviously give them a call. Give them a FaceTime. Uh, if you can, good on you. Be safe. Be smart. Don't be an idiot. Eat a bunch of food. Watch football. And uh, guys, this is a great podcast. We're excited for you to listen. Let's get shitty. You gotta keep them separated. Everybody, hello Trent. What's up, dude? Good to see you. Happy Thursday to everybody. Happy lunch hour to everybody. Happy episode twenty nine of the quarantine to everybody. Wow. Hey, if Wednesday is Hump Day, what is Thursday? Regret. <laughs> What's up, Steph? We got a good crowd already. Thursday is when you're laying in bed smoking a cigarette thinking, why did I do that? Oh. Smoking a cigarette is usually... What's up, Shane? A, a nice thing. What's up, Meanie? Um, dude, good to see you. Um, VD testing day. Thursday is VD testing day. Gordon Shane. Uh, I, feel, I know we potted last week, but for some reason... What's up, Brandon? It feels like it's been a long time. Do you feel the same way? No. But... I, mean, if it, I feel like time's just kind of very strange right now. Time is this made up. It's a human construct, bro. It's all relative. Um, I feel like we're all like uh, McConaughey and in Interstellar. Time's What's up, Mac? What's up, circle. Sipka? Um... Well, dude, we got a good group on here. I, I don't think we need to sure chat or dilly dally. Uh, what's up, Jose? Um, let's see here. Um, well, Nick, let's. Uh, should we start with shout outs? Do we want to do shout outs or we want to do what's up with our week? Let's start out with shout outs. Might as well. That's some. It's right? sort of a housekeeping type thing. Uh, your mom's on the podcast. Your sister's on the podcast. Hey guys, we got a lot of people. This we is great. Half of the moms that made this hot, this podcast possible are here. <laughs> Hansel, what's up? 
Yeah, we got a great crowd this this uh, afternoon. Hey, I would argue um, we have a great crowd every time. I'm saying uh, we have quality and quantity today. Um, so, first of all, guys, uh, one thing that we would like to make it known, you've heard us shout out Thick Boys Cookie Company several times on the pod. Nick and I are very, very excited mm-hmm. to announce to the world officially uh, another shitty podcast has their very first promo code. We have our very first uh, collab sponsorship. I don't know what you'd call it. But guys, if you would like to purchase Thick Boy's Cookies, Thick Boy Cookie Company, they are doing a drop very soon. Keep your eyes out for their next drop. We have a promo code. You can save 10% off your order simply by using the code SHITTY. And it doesn't get any better than that. Well, the next level is once we get our, our cookie. Once we get our shitty cookie. Yeah. The thing, the thing that's, about... That's pretty exciting. That's It's amazing. Think The thing about this podcast is while the podcast is shitty, we only attach our names to quality stuff. <laughs> and these cookies are quality. And they're huge. They're, they're huge. They're like hockey pucks. They are. They're a full pound of cookie. No, shablam. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shablam. I it's thought a, it said shablam. <laughs> it's, a, it's a whole bunch of cookie. They're delicious. They're amazing. Um, Chris uh, puts out a bunch of different cookies all the time, different flavors, different gimmicks. They're amazing. They're great. He yeah. sends them all over the country. So now if you type in the word shitty, you can get 10% off of those delicious cookies. And the holidays are coming up, so that's a great... It's a great gift to get somebody. Yeah, it's a nice little Christmas gift. What's up, Ferris? Yeah. Um, another shout out. I think hopefully he's still on here. Uh, Jose, a uh, friend of the pod, he took those wonderful photos for us of our mugs that just got shipped out this week. I think everyone that ordered round two got their mugs. Mm-hmm. So thank you, by the way, everyone, for your uh, another shitty coffee mug. Um. Jose does his own uh, clothing brand called Zone One, Zone One Movement, and he just dropped some long sleeves and uh, some ball caps, and they are fucking cool as shit. So check out Zone One on IG. If you want the account, you can hit us up too. Um, Yeah, Jose is awesome. Um, What's up, Oscar? Yep, Jose is helping us out with something a little special that hopefully we'll be able to tell you guys more about soon. Yeah. We got something cooking. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this year. Yeah. Um, and then a couple other things for me. Uh, friend of the pod, Jeff Edge, all the way in Indiana. It's his birthday today, so happy birthday, Jeff! Um, and another exciting thing, uh, Jack Haynes, who was my freshman RA back in uh, Indiana in college. Uh, he has since gone on to move to New York and got his uh, master's in therapy. And the state of New York just granted him his therapist license. And he said he'd been uh, working on it for five years and over 3,000 clinical hours to get his certification to be a legit therapist. So 
That's a huge shout out for Jack. I'm very happy. What a great guy. And he just got married. Him and Joey just got married. Oh, they uh, did? Recently. They did, yeah. So That's awesome. Uh, I remember when they great... started dating out here. I know. I know. So that's what I got for uh, for shout outs. Do you want to get into our weeks, Nikki G? I would love to. I'll count us off like I always do. I'm good at counting. Between the two of us, I'm the best. <laughs> What's, What's up, up with, with week? What's up What's with your week? What's up with your week? What's going on with your I don't know what that we was. Need a, <laughs> we need we need to we should record different versions of that. Like we should do like a punk one. We should do like an emo one. We should do a country one. We should do a rap one. That would be fun. We, you, know, that, you know what we should do is we should just decide what the genre is going to be, but still ad lib it. Oh, I like that. That's cool. Mini dab. Uh, Nick, what's going on with your week, buddy? The mug shipped. We talked about that already, but that's really huge. I'm glad that everybody got those. Shout out Cam Robinson at cam.rob.art. He makes some fantastic mugs. People who aren't really familiar with our podcast have seen those things, and they are impressed. So we might be doing another batch soon. Hopefully. Who knows? Who knows? But shout out to Cam, and shout out to everybody who bought one, because you guys are incredible. You're incredible. I mean, if there's enough interest, sure. We can totally do another run. As long as the interest um, is there, we'll keep it going. They're, they're made to order, so we have to do uh, limited batches of them because um, he's hand-making them. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, those should all be out to everyone that bought them all across America, literally from L.A. to New York. Mugs across America. That's a wild LA to New York, that's cool. Shitty mugs across America. That is cool. <laughs> Nationwide, yeah. man. Like ZZ uh, Top. What else you got? There you go. Got a new haircut this morning. Already smoked a cigar. Shout out Brandon. Uh, friend yeah, of the I pod, saw you were having Brandon. a breakfast cigar. <laughs> you got to do that shit sometimes. You got to. I'm going to I'm gonna be smoking a lot of cigars today, so I might end up with John Dice like, uh, like our boy... <laughs> Like like Dude. our boy Michael Jordan. I'm gonna have those yellow I, eyes. That was one of the first things I noticed about the last dance. I'm like, dude, Mike looks rough. Mike looks like obviously he's not young anymore and he's not in like game shape and he's a little pudgy, right? Yeah. I'd say but a little he, pudgy, but he man, does smoke like two eyes, cigars he, a day, right? He smokes a lot of cigars a day. Yeah. I thought, because we watched that uh, cigar aficionado with him, and I thought that he mentioned something like that, like smoking two or three a day, which is a lot. <laughs> I mean, I think one cigar has the amount of tobacco and nicotine for like seven or eight cigarettes. So Probably. You're not breathing it in, though. You're not supposed to be, at least. I mean... It, but you definitely get something out of it. Yeah. Um, also, this might be a little subject we could delve into further. Actually, I'll leave it towards the end. I'll leave it towards the end. Um, friendly reminder, yeah, friendly reminder to 
people on the pod, but most importantly, Mark Sipka. Michigan State beat Michigan in football three weeks ago, <laughs> and we're still on cloud nine. Both teams, it turns out, are absolute garbage. We haven't won any other games this year, and the University of Michigan has only won one other game. So both teams are trash, but we got it done. We beat them, and the wow. world is better for it. 2020 is not so bad. Uh, I'm going to keep shouting that one out every week. Um, auditions. Suddenly, I've been getting a lot of auditions. There was... um some stuff going on with my representation that I was really unsure about. And then now I've gotten a lot of auditions on my own. So I've been really pop. I've been really pumped about that. And it sounds like things are starting to get made again. Dude. Good for you, man. Thank you. But it's all about booking them. Um, and then yeah. we'll see if there, if things will continue to get made based on what's going on in California. Again, we're going to get to that later. Um, tonight, you and I are going to go smoke with T-Hom. And I haven't seen T-Hom since quarantine began. Last time I saw him was Scotch Night. Oh, shit. Way back okay, in the day. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I'm excited to check out him, his his new place and and uh, just chill with you guys at a distance. Um, and smoke He's some He's got cigars. a great, great rooftop for that particular activity. So I have heard. Um, I have heard. Uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. Um uh, you know, anything, any kind of social interaction that's not over a Zoom yeah. is uh, pretty nice right now. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. And friendly reminder as well, it's almost Christmas time. I should just start a calendar and just do a countdown to keep everyone updated you know what, on how many you days. Know what, you know what Costco's doing now? What? Instead of the uh, Advent countdown with chocolates, they have a beer one. Are you going to do it? You drink... I mean, I could just buy them. I just have, I could have 31 beers in my fridge right now. I could just do that. Do it. But uh, apparently they have, it's a big thing and they have a beer uh, in each one. What's up, Kimmy? Holy cow. Blast from the past. Fellow Raven right here. Um, Yeah. I don't think I'm going to do the Costco advent beer calendar, but I do love that it's out there. I love that that's a, a possibility. Nice. You, uh, you, you want to go to something similar. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then this will probably tie us into what's going on in your yeah, week. Sipka. The state of California and the people who run it can all slob on the fattest knob in the world. Okay, so this is... Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the timer. I'm going to have a self-timer of how long we harp on this. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, most people that listen are... Well, not most. We have a good majority of half and half Yeah. Um, of who listens. But a lot of our folks do live in California. And, uh, yeah, the newest news I'm sure everyone has heard about because... What else are we doing besides looking at news about COVID and shutdowns and shit? Right. Um, our uh, governor in the state of California has been making mandates and um, hinting at new protocols and possibly more shutdown, lockdowns, closing of businesses. Um, the one thing that you and I want to highlight is that um, he's... Uh, 
I'm sure, again, everyone knows he's not practicing when he preaches. Um, he had this dinner party that was that was on the headline of L.A. Times. Mm-hmm. Also, a bunch of California legislators uh, flew to Hawaii for this annual meeting they have every year. Um, out of all the years to not do the meeting or to do it virtually, they still went to Hawaii. Um, with our you know, with our seeing, taxpayer money, by the way, because they don't do it yeah. on their own dime. So we're seeing, you know, trickle-down effects of all this. Um, like I mentioned to you, you know, our president at the beginning of all this saying he's not going to wear a mask. Then that, over, this, over the whole year, that snowballed into a political thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's a political thing if you wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be trickle-down effects with this Newsom thing. Oh, he's telling us to do this, but he's doing that. It's um, Nancy Pelosi did the same thing. People, um, uh, if this year has shown anything, um, people that are in power or people that have some kind of limelight um, or legitimate political power are not taking what they do and what they say seriously. And there are huge ramifications for that. Um, you want to share a little bit of your thoughts. I think it's, I don't think we, we, some people have said to me like, oh, look, like, you know, they're kind of tightening down on this thing. Like they have a plan and, um, I think that's all, I think that's all a farce. I think it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think right now we're trying to backpedal. Um, this thing was a snowball. Uh, then it turned to an avalanche and we're trying to push the avalanche back up the hill. Um, but it's too far gone. And so now we're trying to put um, a small Band-Aid on a wound that, it, like a shotgun wound through the gut. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's just not going to cover it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know what the right answer is. I'm not Dr. Fauci. I'm not a fucking scientist or researcher of, you know, mass disease or pandemics. But man, this opening and closing and picking and choosing of what mm-hmm. businesses and and I watched KTLA last night and the owner of the bar the den on sunset was talking on KTLA and he, he was saying how he's he's literally spent tens of thousands of dollars to build out a patio and now they can't use it you know a couple months after he does that mm-hmm. so we're you know we're gonna see a huge even a huge uh, bigger loss in the hospitality and service industry uh, I mean, right. so give your thoughts, Nick. For those who, who don't know, we've entered what is called the purple zone or purple range or some shit like that. Yeah. And in doing so, what there's there's already in the, in the city of Los Angeles, L.A. County, and majority of California is in the zone as well. A vast majority. It's like 90%. There's no indoor dining anymore. There never was... In the state, of, in in the county of Los Angeles, since quarantine began, you couldn't eat inside. But now, what they're doing is they're mandatorily, or they're um, they're made they made a mandate where all outdoor dining has to be cut in half. So it's fifty percent capacity of outdoor dining. On top of that, how the hell how the hell are they going to manage that? How there, there's no, there, there's no possible way they can right. <laughs> They, it is all words. It's all. It's just all. It's all know. bullshit. Is what it is. What it yeah. really is. <laughs> and and they're also doing a 10 p.m. curfew. So there's no restaurants, bars, breweries. None of that is allowed to be open past 10 p.m. 
So effectively what it's doing is every restaurant that was able to survive the last eight months somehow doing to-goes and doing limited seating outside is got to, and, and has spent what little money they had in order to do outside dining, like you said, like the Den did, like we did, like, like all businesses that are still open did, have wasted their money because the city of, Calif- the city of Los Angeles, the state of California is only letting you use half of that. And so for a lot of businesses, already they were, the ones that were open were only making enough money to stay open the next day. Yeah. And that was with way less tables than they had before. Way less business than they had before. Using people, you know, people's savings, you know, people, owners. Digging into their own savings. People's paying people's wages Mm -hmm. with their own money, not the business's money. Right. And so what do you guys think about all this? I mean, I know this isn't, we'll we'll get on to more happier notes. uh, The the reason they're doing this. Man, this is so frustrating. The reason they're doing this is, and it may seem noble on paper. Uh, cases are rising all over the country and in California cases are rising they the problem is they're placing the blame on these rising cases in the wrong areas they're placing them on restaurants they're assuming that cases are rising because there's too many people eating in restaurants this is not the app this isn't what's going on I, I don't get think our it's, results it's the whole the whole thing it right. might be a part of it, but I don't it, think it's the whole thing. It might thing. be a small fraction. The majority, the vast majority of restaurants that are still open were doing everything by the fucking book because they wanted to stay open so they could survive. These are people who people who own these businesses have a dream. This is their dream. And there's there's hundreds of thousands, millions of people who are working there, and it's all they have that's that's yeah. how we're making money right now to survive to survive, that's it. But yeah, I love the uh, <clears throat> I love the shutting businesses down, but then not having a plan for all these millions of people that don't have a job. And, <laughs> so it's like we we're gonna shut you down, you can't work, and then you figure it out. Right. <laughs> like, but so the way that this virus has always worked is we get our we've we've. It's like a 14, 10 to 14 day incubation period is basically what we've been told forever. Well, what happened two weeks ago? We had an election and we had Halloween. That's a bunch of fucking people gathering stupidly together. By the thousands. By the thousands together. They're not doing it in fucking restaurants. They're doing it on their own at home. Or in or at elections, not enough people did did mail in voting. But nobody wants to call out people for being stupid. They want to call out businesses, and it's destroying those people in their lives rather than the people who have made foolish fucking decisions of going out and partying. And guess what? They said this is going to happen. They said this was going to be a two week thing. It's not going to yeah. be a two week thing because no. Thanksgiving is almost fucking here. And Black Friday is the next day. It's one week away. Right. And then Christmas. And then New Year's. This is going to fucking... This is going to be a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because not enough citizens are taking responsibility and staying indoors and staying away from people and wearing fucking masks. And what what that's doing is making our stupid fucking politicians 
every single one of our politicians is an idiot. Every single one of them. <laughs> every one of them. Both sides. They're all fucking retarded. Because they don't want to take any responsibility either. Just like the citizens don't want to take responsibility. And what it's doing is it's destroying businesses. The few people that have taken responsibility, it's destroying them. And they're yep. losing their livelihoods. So I we mean, don't know. We have no idea what to what to do. We have no idea what to do. We'll that's, make that's these businesses that's the will make shit. a change, and then without the help of anybody, they'll do it on their own. They'll make a change, and then the government will come in in another fucking week and say, "This is what's going on." Now you got to yeah. do this, or you can't do this. That's the uh, the shit icing on the shit cake. Is that we don't we still don't know what to do. There's no there's no solve. You know, stay at home. Okay, so are you gonna are you gonna help me when I can't work? No. You're gonna go to work, and then it's like, well, you're gonna risk getting yourself sick. You're gonna risk getting your family sick. You know, what if these homes that have their entire family in the home, and it's one or two people providing for? You know, it's. I agree, man. It's um. People don't it's, trust it's, politicians it's, because there's no. They've given us no reason to. Yeah. 100%. They go and do their uh, own fucking thing. They send themselves on vacation, give themselves bonuses, and everybody else suffers. And it's even yep. more noticeable right now. It's been happening forever, but it's happening right now more than it's ever fucking happened. I think it's and just... And people uh, are literally dying, and people are losing their fucking jobs and their livelihoods. Yep. How do we want to transition out of this topic? <laughs> <laughs> I can come up with something. I can come up with something. And yeah, speaking I got, I gotta, of I gotta, things that cause uh, things that will cause more spikes, Thanksgiving. We're all excited about it. Trent wants to talk about Thanksgiving. Assuming you're doing it safely, to all of our friends and family and our listeners. Thanks. I don't want you know. I, I'm not trying to out you know downplay what you're saying i agree with with everything you're saying i think it's mm -hmm. totally fucked mm -hmm. and we're completely fucked probably for another year um because of our ego and we, we can't help our fellow neighbor and that's by wearing a mask uh, washing your damn hands you fucking sickos the amount of fucking um, people that walk into our restaurant that i have to say where's your mask is just appalling yeah yeah um so <laughs> Try to transition into something happy here. Even though most people aren't seeing their family, even though most people aren't traveling or doing a traditional Thanksgiving, it is one of my favorite holidays, and it's definitely my favorite meal of the year. And anytime I can have a, the Thanksgiving meal on any other day besides Thanksgiving, that's a joy as well. So, Nick Grace, and to our people listening... What are your favorite Thanksgiving dishes? What are your Thanksgiving dishes you cannot stand? What are some do's and don'ts of Turkey Day? And I'll go first. Besides okay. turkey, besides turkey, that's that's the captain of the team. That's given. That's that's the Michael Jordan that we you know, it's the Beatles. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows the Beatles is the greatest. You can't say they're your favorite band. We all it's always okay, the Beatles and then Okay, who's your actual favorite? Right? Yeah, yeah. So turkeys, turkeys got the the shine. 
for me, without a shadow of a doubt, it's mashed potatoes and gravy. On I like all forms of potatoes. There's there's not a potato I do not like. But on Thanksgiving, I'll have sweet potatoes or yams or any of that. That's separate. That's essentially like dessert for dinner. But you have to have the OG mashed potatoes and gravy. That's my favorite. Um, oh, sweet potato casserole, of course, of course. Um, Nick, what's your what's your uh, main dish besides turkey? Main dish besides turkey is mashed potatoes. Right. My mom makes some garlic mashed potatoes that are just to die for. Absolutely to die for. And I would say, because I agree, mashed potatoes, or oh potatoes in general are super, uh, super versatile. Um, my Maybe least favorite is actually a tie. This first one's going to be controversial, I know. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But Buckle up. I think stuffing is super overrated. I think stuffing is what? super overrated. It's just soggy what? bread with some spices in it. Oh, I could I could God. do without it. I could do without it. I just want my turkey and my mashed potatoes and cranberry you know, sauce. I like the cranberry. That sauce. was my number two that I don't think we need. <laughs> I don't think what? we need cranberry sauce. What is what? that shit? We don't need cranberry sauce. What? If if you guys think that we need to remove. Nick from another shitty podcast on these outrageous claims. Please vote below. Yeah, cancel Nick. <laughs> um, I, I know. Think- uh, <laughs> I know. Gino said. Gino said something. Gino was on the podcast. Uh, he said something about what did he say about sweet potato casserole? I missed it. We got a lot of comments right now. We got the most uh, comments I've ever seen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna piss some more people off when it comes to sweet potatoes. That is. Max and your what clown. The, what what in the fuck is sweet potato casserole? It's not a dessert and it's not a it's not a part of dinner. Sweet potato casserole belongs in the garbage next to candy corn. Wait, do the only thing you like is turkey and mashed potatoes? See, well, is that we, the only thing you like? We have a pretty country thing, so we always do like elk and pheasant, but that's like uh nobody really has those things. I agree. Oh, Gina wants to know brown soul. sugar crust or marshmallows. You take it because I hate them both. You take it. I like one. them both. Gino, I'll do half and half. You know, there's there's sometimes a hodgepodge of someone brings the same casserole but a little different twist on it. I'll do both of them. Yeah, living up to the shitty part of the name right now, I agree. So cranberry sauce, I prefer, like I'll do just straight out of the can, the ocean spray, where it's in a big tube. I'll fuck with that. But I really like homemade cranberry sauce with like muddled cranberries. Um, I've had one with cherries in it too. That's bomb. Uh, I view well, pie. Are you a fan of pumpkin pie or apple pie? Love it. Apple pie is a staple. I love that shit. Okay, it's the best. Great. Okay, so everyone, calm down. We can agree on that. Um, what do you have for like a, a roll? Do you have a, a dinner roll, a biscuit, a cornbread? Sometimes we do. Sometimes we do cornbread, but most of the time it's a dinner roll. Yeah, I can do that. Um, my least favorite. Um, I the older I've gotten, I, I enjoy a green bean casserole. As a kid, I didn't touch it. Um, but my least favorite is like a like a corn dish, 
like cream corn and all that, like a corn casserole. Oh, really? Not a fan. Not a fan. Well, we never do it for Thanksgiving, but I, I could get down on that. I'm just not a big corn. I don't really like a lot of throwing grenades to generate. <laughs> yeah, he's trolling us. Um, but, you know, my first plate, let's talk about our first plate here. Uh-huh. Okay, well, sip this Oh, is yeah, sip potatoes. with the mac and cheese. I forgot oh, about mac and God. cheese. Oh, my God. Okay, so he said mac and cheese. And let mm-hmm. me clarify here for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Cancel trend. I'll do corn on the cob, but I don't need it. Doesn't It's just there. It doesn't really do anything. Are you anti-corn? Does I your hate really for candy corn. corn go deeper into real corn? No, I just... I like, to, I like my corn popped. I don't really like anything else with corn, to be honest. Corn flakes? Eh. Um, so mac and cheese. Let me clarify this mac and cheese here. Is Sipka saying just straight up macaroni and cheese? Because I think at a holiday like Thanksgiving, it's baked mac and cheese. Yeah, when it's a holiday, you you put the crusties on top. It's fancy. It's you a baked fancy mac and, mac and cheese. Um, it's a Valena. Um, but yeah, I uh, and we got a lot of a lot of folks on this. It's great. Um, so first plate though, first plate I get a little bit of everything, a little bit of turkey stuffing. Stuffing and dressing is the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. One's in the bird, one's not on the bird. Yeah, it's the same. Down for baked mac, yeah. So I do turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, cranberry, a little bit of that green bean casserole, a dinner roll, uh, and then I'll save uh, sweet potatoes to my second plate. And my second oh, okay. plate, I usually just do just more turkey and more um, mashed potatoes. G- and Gino's asking why to dark meat. I eat it both. I like both of them. If I had to pick, I'd do. I would do white. Yeah. But I, I like yeah. them both. Turkey's turkey is so good. What my strategy I mean, if it's is? It's meat. It's meat. Hey, amen. Um, my strategy is first plate everything. Everything that's on the table goes on the first. You gotta plate. get a scoop. You gotta get a scoop. You got to. It's a it's a respect thing first of all. Um, everyone that slaved over the the food yeah. all day. You, and then you you gotta clear the plate. And then mm-hmm. second plate is what you really liked and you go back for seconds of. Of course. So that's when you get more mashed potatoes, maybe another slice of turkey, more mac and cheese. Um, Elena asked, we just answered that question about the cranberry sauce. Uh, I like them both. I like Nick doesn't fuck with cranberry sauce, sadly. Like We, we probably need to send some prayers out to Nick Grace um, over his taste buds. But I like I like them both. I like the cranberry sauce, ocean spray out of the can, and I like the homemade, the homemade real shit gravy. Someone uh, gotta go brown gravy, regular old. Someone should do one of gra- those gravy uh, over everything. Oh, gravy on everything. Someone should do one of those fucking um, those Fleetwood Mac skateboard things, but with the ocean spray, fucking cranberry juice. Taking a bite cranberry, out of it, cranberry sauce, just fucking yeah. We should Happy do that. Thanksgiving. We need to do that. Yeah, we should fucking do that. Everyone pretend you didn't hear that. Trent and I are going to do it. <laughs> um, what else? Copyrights, sorry. Um, oh, we're doing cigars. Um, friend of the pod. Oh, I forgot. This is another shout out. Friend of the pod. Uh, Austin Boyce. Last night, Austin was on ABC's The Connors. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> the majority of her scene got cut, but you did see her, um, with a coffee pot. She was a, a waitress at a diner with a coffee pot, walk, <laughs> walk out of the shot. 
But it's, it's shot in COVID times, so she's got a shield and a mask on. <laughs> but um, shout out to Austin. She's getting a lot of good work right now, and she was on the Connors with fucking John Goodman. Oh, my God. Um, One of the best so ever. That was, that was Missouri boy. That was cool to see. Um, she's asking if we do. Yeah, they can kiss it. That's putting it politely, Mark, for cutting her out. Um, the best actress on the set right there. Um, you know, behind John Goodman, obviously. Uh, dress up for Thanksgiving or casual? Definitely casual. Why not? Uh, what was the question? You got to do comfy clothes on Thanksgiving. Dressing up or casual? I think you got to do casual. I think you've got to do both. I think you've got to put your loose fitting dress up clothes. That's great. Yeah. Your sweaters. And you can unbuckle. And your nice jeans. With your nice jeans, with your with your good belt, and yeah. a sweater. <laughs> Shane, Shane's wilding out. Uh, he's had too much coffee out of that shitty coffee mug. Um, my friend, you you yeah. got back from a little trip, a little trippy trip, recently. Yes, yeah. Uh, Brandon Anselm and I, uh, we all got tested. Took a little road trip uh, to the Phoenix area and. We just hung out in the Airbnb, but it was nice to hang out with friends in somewhat of a normal way and not <laughs> not be too worried about interacting. And a, uh, uh, see you later, don't forget. Oh, nice. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Gino. Feel <laughs> uh, like get that sauce. Um, but yeah, we had we had a good weekend, man. Played a lot of games. Uh, Anselm was slinging some bomb cocktails, by the way. Um, and your boy got this little banger right here of a tattoo. Oh, uh, you'll see it tonight, live and in color. But I'm pretty happy with that eagle, man. Kaka. So, um, yeah, man, it was fun. Um, it was cool to get out of the city. Um, you know, Arizona's <laughs> pretty much peaking with all this uh, COVID shit, so we didn't really go out and do anything. But uh, we did get in the pool. It was freezing cold. It was 70 degrees. Um, so that was more of an ice bath. But it was fun, man. I, I, I had a great time. It was, it was good to see the homies and being able to do something besides hang out on a patio or driveway. So Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah man that's pretty much all i got for uh for this week uh i think we should get over to some we have a decent amount of listener questions well yeah but first we have to tell everyone what's going on in the weather oh do we so we're gonna send it outside to trent <laughs> bruce who's got a weather report how's the weather looking outside trent bruce Oh, Nick, sorry there's a little bit of delay uh, from from me to the, to the studio because, you know, I'm outside, uh, you know, in, in the weather elements itself. You know, here in California, it's expensive to live out here. The tax is ridiculous. Property is ridiculous. Rent's ridiculous. Cost of living is just out to ass. I don't know how we're surviving. But, hey, you know why you pay for that? You pay for this weather, baby. It is nice as hell. It's about 70 during the day, about 55 at night. Mm-mm. I love it. Best weather of the year. 
That's it, baby. Thank you, Trent Bruce. No one does the weather <laughs> like you, and we and we love you for it. What's up, oh, Charlie? Mm-mm. <laughs> brand, brand new father, Charlie Lind right there. Congrats oh, really? On Congrats uh-huh. on fatherhood. Well, all right, Mr. Trent Bruce, we've got a decent amount of listener questions. None of them are from we us do. this time. We're doing a, Which is the good. real deal. The real deal of Holyfield. I will start by asking you the first one. This is from Quincy <clears throat> O'Neill. He wants to know, Okay. did you read the profile of Chris Stapleton in Vulture? Uh, big dad energy, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> I haven't read the article yet. Um, we are both fans of Chris Stapleton. I was lucky enough to be on that Justin Timberlake, Chris Stapleton music video. That's right. A couple, of, a couple of years ago with Anselm. Um, I'm assuming it, it's him talking about his new music that's coming out and also his views on the world and the country right now. Um, I did read earlier this year that he's in, you know, he's been speaking out and very much in support of Black Lives Matter and, and, uh, supporting our brothers and sisters that are, uh, you know, people of color. And so I'm assuming it has something to do with that because, uh, Chris is, a big country artist and you know for some reason i don't know why but that seems to be controversial sometimes i was like man um good for him you yeah. know <laughs> um so i need to read the article to say the least it is uh, on my Quin- it's one of my it's on my tab so i've been reading it after the episode uh quincy asked when do you start listening to christmas music July, when Christmas Eve happens, because Christmas in July, that's Christmas Eve. I start listening, then it puts you in a good mood. It's Tom Bruce and Michael Bublé, and you just fucking I, crank that shit up. I, I, that Mariah Carey. I, I think Black Friday is when you can start. Black Friday is when you can start, or December 1. That's December so late. 1. No, dude, you're, no. you're too slow. You snooze and lose. No. You got to get that Christmas no. spirit. You could have so much more Christmas spirit if you just started earlier. Yeah, you Christmas could. in July. You could. I like my I like I like my holidays. I like to separate them up. Way too late. Wow. Okay. It's, it's true. It if you're if you're just like lollygagging, you should do it November on November first. Goodness sakes. And that's if you're lollygagging. Yeah, let them happen. Okay. All right, guys. I'm not talking about capitalism. I'm talking about songs. Uh, Nick, uh, you want to do the next one? Sure. Are you going home for Christmas, Trent Bruce? Is this for both of us, I would assume? Yeah, we'll, we'll answer I am, this question. I'm driving home. I decided uh, I didn't want to miss Christmas, and didn't, I still don't feel safe flying. Uh, so I'm doing the drive again, doing the big drive, and uh, Stephanie's coming with me. Hey. And so, yeah, and then Elena said, uh, yeah, on the way back, we're going to be stopping in Colorado Springs for New Year's to hang out with Elena and, Woo. Um, for New Year's. I don't know why my screen just got yellow. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a nice little um, filter you put on there. Yeah, but uh, I'm very excited. Uh, my family's very excited. That's all we've been talking about. Um, Steph's very excited. And I think I still think even with... 
you know the stuff going on right now i think driving is still very very safe mm. um we are all those cigars <laughs> we are staying um only in two places we're gonna stop in albuquerque and uh tulsa at airbnbs um so we're not gonna uh even see anyone at a hotel you know checking in with anyone so i, I feel safe about that um no juice. Yeah, we're not we're not doing a big camper van. We'll, we'll take a we'll take Steph's Jeep. Um, yeah, okay. I will. Are you just gonna not let me answer questions? You're just gonna answer them oh, all and then move you, on to the sorry. next one. You, you usually don't answer questions. What so. is with you today? You, you usually yeah. don't answer questions. Uh, I am, am up in the air because we don't really know what's going on with work. Because it's so fickle right now, so I, I I'm up yeah. in the air. Don't know how much time I'll be able to have off or, or whatnot. Or also, because I definitely, regardless, I won't have the time to drive. Michigan is yeah. t- twice as far as, <laughs> as Missouri is. Um, so I would have to fly, and it. I don't know what Michigan's rules are going to be about when you enter flying in California. It sounds like there's a 14 day quarantine if you fly back into California. So. Whoa! I don't. I don't know. I hope so, but I don't know. I do not know. Yeah. Um, this is a question. This goes back to a post that I made last week, unrelated to the podcast, but it brought some heat from some friends of mine. So he wanted uh, my friend Nick Bigum wanted to know Amy Adams versus Halle Berry. Discuss. I don't, I don't even. That's I don't even said. think this. This isn't even a discussion. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not even a contest. Uh, who was a Bond girl and who was not a Bond girl? Boom. That should be the mic drop right there. That's I like mean, that's like I'm not even I'm not even going to entertain this conversation of Halle. What? What? Exactly. Halle. Do, like, do, there's does the does is there a, is there a song called Amy Adams? Amy Adams. Amy Adams, Amy Adams. No, there's not. Well, if there is, it's probably so average, no one ever heard of it. We all know it's Halle Berry. This is it's some of your be. friends were. Some of your friends were saying Amy Adams. They were saying Amy Adams. In Nick's defense, what he told me is that he thinks that he thinks he just psychoanalyzed himself. He thinks Amy Adams over Halle Berry because he also thinks. She's unattainable, but Amy Adams is more attainable. And I was like, "Well, then you need to that's shoot not, for the that's fucking not the stars." Conversation. That's yeah. not the conversation. You gotta shoot. Does for he the also stars. only ever eat? Does he also only eat chicken nuggets with French fries? Is that, his, is that all, all he eats? No, the chicken strips. Or, or maybe uh, peanut butter and jelly with no crust. His mom cuts the crust off of it too. What mm. the fuck? This isn't even a conversation. Like. It shouldn't be. I'm, I'm, I'm physically upset. Like I'm, I'm like, I'm having an, an a reaction to the, like. Yeah. Also, I have to walk walk around the building a bit. Yeah, Luke, my buddy Luke. That's the stupid. Town. That's the stupidest question I've ever heard in my life. You know what? It's impossible. You can't. It's <laughs> it's it's one of those things like you can't argue with stupid, but yet I try. I try, and you can't win that way. But I try. So we all know Halle wow. Berry's better than Amy Adams. I think we can all agree we should put it to rest. You've got to screw yeah, loose see, if you think look otherwise. That. Look at that comment right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. She's the cutest girl that, that grew up in your hometown. And then there's Halle Berry. The cutest Moving girl on. in let's, America. Let's, let's, let's please move on. Okay. Um, Moving on. Trent Bruce, are you going to get vaccinated? Um, I'm going to wait until a lot of other people do it. Uh, we've talked about this, I think, last week. I'm mm-hmm. going to continue to wear a, wear a mask, wash my hands, social distance, mm-hmm. not go out in public when I don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to be the first to do that. Agreed. I'm on the same page. It just seems... And the way the shit is... The way the shit's going is, are we gonna are we gonna get to herd, uh, what is it called herd immunity? Herd immunity before this thing comes out, before this vaccination comes out. It just it. I'm not a scientist, but it seems a little bit thrown together, slapped together. We do know that vaccines take years to develop. This has taken months. Um, not to say that that the people, the scientists that are doing it, are stupid. I don't think they are, but. It just doesn't seem... You just have a gut feeling about things. Yeah. And the gut is saying, I'm going to hold off for a little bit. Yep. Um, Mark Sipka would like to know, what is your favorite burger spot in Los Angeles? So far, it is American Beauty on the corner of Rose and 4th in Venice. They do a very basic burger. I judge my burgers based on basicness, not on... Not on who does like the most fancy whatever the hell. I think you can only judge burgers based on what a burger is at its most basic levels. And that's how you know if it's a good burger or not. So they do they do cheese, onions, lettuce, pickles, burger. I think there's and just bun. different categories. There's different categories. Yeah. You know? Like you can't include um, a bison burger with blue cheese on it. Because like that's of course that's delicious, but it's not like you, how do you compare a place that does that with a place that doesn't offer that? You know. I think um, my okay. There's so many different kinds of burgers. My favorite smash burger by a, a pop up <clears throat> would have to be Love Hour, mm-hmm. um, or even Trip Burgers is pretty damn good because um, he does Trip Burgers does um, it's ground chuck. Um, pork and and sirloin, um, and then Love Hours fucking bomb. But I'm trying not to be influenced by their amazing fries as well. Um, mm. If you're gonna go for a fast food ver- version of a burger, it's kind it's it's hard in LA to to not go for Tommy's chili cheese. But then is that is that count as the burger spot because you're adding the chili? Yeah, I would I would argue if you're comparing best burgers, you'd have to get a Tommy's without the chili cheese in order to compare. See, 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 I think that's I don't know if that's that's what you go there for is the chili. Um, But I would say for fancy burgers, I'm still a sucker for the manly burger at Umami. Um, Big chunks of bacon and cheddar cheese. And it's a double burger and it's a big burger. Mm. Um that used to be my go-to birthday spot was Umami Burger. Um, there is a brisket burger at Slab that I really want to try. I really want to try. Ooh. That's number. That shit slabs. That's on that. Fuck that shit slabs. Slab in the base. Um. But man, uh, that, that that could be a whole episode. That could be a whole episode. We could break down burgers. We should go burger tasting um, one of these days. 
for the pod. Uh, it's business yeah. reasons. Uh, for, this for is the, from <laughs> for for business. St- Stout's very good too, actually. Yeah, I've heard Stout's really good. Um, you can try it. Also from Mark Sipka, if you could bring back one dead singer or band to watch them in concert, who would it be? So, my go-to would be to have the original lineup of The Who and um, John Entwistle, the bassist, has passed on and Keith Moon passed on way too early, the drummer. But if there was a full lineup of The Who in their heyday, I think that would be a crazy show. Um, Jimmy, I mean, that's, that's hard to argue with. Yeah. That's really hard to argue with. Um, maybe Jimi Hendrix, actually. Wow, that's really good. That'd be incredible um, to see him live. Um, shit, man. That or... Uh, I think that's. I think that actually takes the cake right there. Yeah. What about you, Nick? Nick? Mine would be Waylon Jennings. I would... I would just love to see Waylon Jennings live and do whatever I could do to get backstage and just hang out with that guy. He's... So cool. He's so cool. That would be pretty. That would be pretty awesome. Um, I mean, uh, the Beatles in their heyday too. I don't know if we were allowed to say that according to my argument earlier, but that would be pretty fucking phenomenal. Um, to be at a concert during Beatlemania, that'd be that would be nuts. I bet. Um, or Vegas Elvis. Vegas Elvis would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, I got a, I got one for you here. Uh, oh, I didn't see that one <laughs> before. Okay, another or one more for Mark Sipka. What smells worst, a fart in a car or a fart in an airplane? A fart in a car because one hundred percent it lingers longer, and sometimes the driver can be an asshole Smaller and lock area. those windows. Smaller area. Also, when you open the window, sometimes it just pushes it back to whoever's in the back seat. And as we've discussed on the pod, planes have fart, fart technology. technology. Yes, they so, do. So it does. It's not there for very long. Yeah. It's more. It's ruder to fart on a plane. You almost expect people to do it in cars, but on a plane, it's rude. But at least it doesn't linger very long. Correct. So yeah, car farts are way worse. Way worse. Um. <clears throat> um Caitlin is asking, what is your favorite commercial jingle? See, that's that's mm. uh, tough because I'm a big fan of commercial jingles. Um, going back to childhood, um, Folgers in Your Cup, that's a, that's a classic oh, one. Oh, yeah. That's a classic one. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. That's, I mean, you can't really, you can't really fuck with that. That's like, I'm going to, you know, they were in the studio, you know, you know, they were in the studio just fucking like chain smoking and all the room full of women. They're just like, man, this is, this is a hit. (laughs) This is living right here. (laughs) Oscar Mayer's great. Um, what about, um, do you remember, um, I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. That one comes to mind. Uh, I don't. I don't remember that. Um, no. Um, but there's ones that are like burnt in your brain out here, especially like. Uh, um, what's the uh, 
Chills to the bone. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> um, a bounty is that one? Bounty, bounty, quicker, 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 yeah, bounty, yeah, Michigan's. Oh, Michigan, Michigan, five dollar foot one. It's a yeah. whole dun, dun, summer of fun. That's what it was. Nice, Michigan. Uh, oh, I've got one from my hometown. It was a local college. Metro Business College, a small college can make a big difference. <laughs> there was when That's I was living one. in New Mexico, we used to get Schlitterbahn commercials all the time. Oh, for nice. the Schlitterbahn, and that one was just like it was almost like borderline. Uh, what was that thing called? Crazy Frog. It was almost borderline oh, yeah, Crazy yeah. Frog, and it would just go, "I'm going to Schlitterbahn," and it would just say that like over and over and over <laughs> again. <laughs> I know it's not a jingle, but do you remember the Six Flags ads? How's it go? The old bald guy? Yeah! Yeah. Oh, Tang. It's a kick in the glass. That's more of a catchphrase. Yeah. And those orangutans running around. I can't believe you You know a lot of these. None of them came loved. I love jingles, man. When Sipk and I did sketch we loved we loved our jingles um i gotta go with folgers you 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 called it it's all right classic. moving on uh caitlin's are also asking french fries or potato chips french fries That's... they're just more versatile i know you can put a lot of are different they? seasonings or well, you can put different seasonings on potato chips but like you can i would ch- argue the opposite they're not versatile you can waffle them you can curly them. The flavor, the flavor is very similar. Potato you can chips, wedge them. Sour cream and onion, uh, salt and vinegar, barbecue, plain, jalapeno, honey Dijon. I'm I'm not arguing that I like chips more. I'm saying fries take the cake for me, um, and the fries are way better than tots too, um, Jose. But tots are potato chips. Potato chips are around and and more accessible. Um, but like you can have chips all day anywhere, but fries, and if it's a hot fry and it's a cooked fry, cooked well, can't go wrong with a French fry. Mm-hmm. Who's got the best fries? Thought, uh, McDonald's has the best fast food fry in the world. Wrong. McDonald's. It's five guys. Five guys. I don't, that's a different category. That's, and I think McDonald's is even better than all that shit. No. But I do like I do like waffle fries. I do like uh, curly hmm, fries. Excuse me, curly fries. What's up, oh, Joel? Joel's on here. Um, what else? I mean, I, if it, it's a, if it's a fried potato, I'm gonna eat it. <laughs> Tommy's, you idiots! I do like Tommy's because they're big fucking steak fries. All right, we have more questions. <laughs> These are great questions today, guys. Yeah, we're uh, we're getting at all the uh, all the hard hitting subjects. All right, Nick Grace, we uh, have a de- a debate question from Chris McCafferty, aka Thick Boys Cookie Company. Who don't forget to use the- that promo code ten percent off. Shitty. Yeah. S H I T Y ten percent off. Thick Boys Cookies. Um. Steak and Shake, and then I'm sorry, Steak and Shake. Um, yeah, Nick's taxi driver cosplay, exactly. 
That or Jarhead. Um, <clears throat> all right. Nick Grace, I'll have you answer first, and then I'll have a rebuttal, because uh-huh. I'm sure we'll differ. Uh-huh. And don't just go with the first one, okay? It's not my fault I hear, he put it first. I, I want to hear an intelligent argument here. It's not my best fault he put it first. Best 1990s villains. The Monstars. Shooter McGavin. Dr. Evil. The Wet slash Sticky Bandits. Or Team Iceland. From Mighty Ducks 2, D2. That's a very tough question. I Go need ahead. to ask I'll who, let you. I need to ask who the wet bandits are. Home Alone. Oh. That's what Joe Pesci's characters are called? Th- those two guys. One, oh. On one, they're the wet bandits, because they like fl- flood shit. And the other, they're the sticky bandits. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I know who my number two is. My number two is Joe Pesci and the other guy. Marv something? Marv, yep. Yeah, because they're fantastic. Home Alone is great. And they try so hard and fail so miserably. They fail epically. But, but because, as, because a kid, so as a kid, as a kid, you're very scared of those guys. Very scared. For sure. And Joe Pesci's a him. scary dude. Yeah. Joe Pesci could actually get you killed. Um... Dr. Evil would be my number three because he's the funniest by far of all of them. Shooter McGavin is just an asshole. And Adam Sandler movies are, for the most part, pretty like, uh. Team Iceland from D2. It's a Disney movie. You never expect the villains to win. Not, but, even, a, hey, man, not even a risk. But it, but it's, They're fucking but it's Iceland. Iceland. But it's Iceland with like, with like Russian vibes, Russian accents. So it doesn't make sense at all. Okay, tell that, us who you think's the scariest. The scariest, or the the best. The, sorry, the best. The best nineties villains is the Monstars. Because they had the stones to go up against the greatest athlete or human being of all time in Michael Jordan. And the greatest cartoon or entertainers of all time in the Looney Tunes. And they went as far as stealing the talent of the best athletes in the world. They did <laughs> the that. best. Uh, that's the right. Best yeah, the players best. in the world. <laughs> it the was best. Such a random, it was such a random group of guys. So they are the best villains in 90s. In, in 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 90s history they're the best they're i was best. hoping i was hoping your opinion wasn't skewed because of your love for space jam here's my order here's my order number five is dr evil great villain too comical for me to take that seriously number four shooter mcgavin iconic role um he is an asshole but he is intimidating uh Team Iceland from Mighty Ducks. I like that. I do like that. Uh, and then the Monstars are number two. They had to steal their powers. They were essentially the bitch to Danny DeVito's character, which is like the head alien boss. That's the thing. They were originally, but then they became Monstars and they weren't his bitch anymore. It, it did scare me. I'm not going to lie. As a kid, those aliens But he's, not, he's not asking who's the scariest. He's asking who's the best. Well, that goes with villain, being a villain. Maybe. 
Or maybe not. And then number one, without a doubt for me, is uh, Daniel Stern and Joe Pesci as the wet and sticky bandits in Home Alone. That was terrifying. And uh, you know what? They uh, they always got so close t- to getting Kevin McAllister, but could never. They always came up short. So I that mean, was a great question. Let's think about what the ramifications are here, though. They were just trying to to rob stuff from a house. The Monstars were trying to enslave an entire race of cartoons and Michael Jordan. Stakes are higher there, man. Those are some. I bad don't know. Dudes. I mean. Caitlin just said I'm winning this podcast so hard. That's the only time I've ever agreed with Caitlin. <laughs> I thought You're Caitlin, so mad right now. You're so mad right now. I thought Caitlin loved me, and now I'm finding out she doesn't, and it's killing me. Um, um, this is from Shane the Guarantee, not really a comment, just calling us anti-AI bastards. We hate artificial intelligence. Oh, not a question. You're damn you right. You're uh, damn right. Yeah. <laughs> no robots. Uh, and then Oscar, our last question. Oscar says, when are you going? Oh, no. Do we lose Nick? Oh, you're back. Yep. Os- Oscar asks, when are you going to give Nick the Stone Cold Stunner live on the podcast? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It will happen. Not going to tell you when or where. Maybe an RKO out of nowhere as well. Maybe one of these days you'll think I'm here, and then I'll pop into that screen right there, RKO you out of nowhere, slither around. Um, the way Oscar yeah, asked Nick, this question makes me think you guys have talked about this before. Never in my life, swear to God. I just think uh, Nick, to this week's episode is. Uh, you're, you're taking an L, apparently. The, the people have spoken. <laughs> I'm, having, I'm having a rough one. <laughs> I think it was all your hate on Thanksgiving food. That didn't help. That didn't help. Um, well, do we want to do a little bit of recaps and send it home here? Sure. So thank you guys for all of those listener questions. You guys fucking great brought questions. the heat. Fucking this is bringing a great, the heat. great week, guys. Um... Time for the news. What should we do first, Trent? I'm going to send it over to Nick Grace with This Week in Basketball. That's a pretty good song for like an NBA draft type vibe, I would think. I would, I would say so. Yeah. So the NBA draft was last night. Anthony Edwards went number one. Um, I really don't know what to expect out of that kid. I really don't. It, everyone's talking really highly of him, but I just I don't know anymore. The draft is so potential-based and not actual results-based, it's hard to tell. While he did do very well in college, um, mm-hmm. they do think the, 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 the sky is the limit for this kid, or as Michael Jordan would say, the ceiling is the roof. And, uh, and we'll see... <laughs> We'll see what happens. He is now on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Xavier Tillman got drafted by the Kings and traded to the Memphis Grizzlies. He's a former Spartan. He's going to be teaming up with Jaron Jackson Jr., which I'm super fucking nice. excited about. Another former Spartan. <clears throat> he is I, a, a better human being could not have been drafted into the NBA this 
he's a father of two. He was a, I think like a three, nine student in college, um, has been married. I think since he's been 19, he's got his shit together. He's so fucking nice. Um, wow. props to that kid. And then love to, love to see it. You do. And then Cassius Winston also from Michigan state, best point guard in the country, fell a little bit in the draft, got drafted in the second round to Washington DC and the wizards. And probably, I think what that really kind of gives DC an opportunity to do is to, and I'm not saying, I, I love the kid, but I'm not saying he's at the level of John Wall, but it gives him an opportunity to maybe ship John Wall and get something else because they already have Bradley Beal. And Cassius Winston can get Bradley the ball. He can, he can get people the ball like nobody else. Lastly, this week in basketball... <laughs> LaMelo Ball is now on the Charlotte Hornets, which we know only happened because Michael Jordan wants to uh, finally shut LeVar Ball up, play him one-on-one, kick his ass, and that's it. He doesn't want to play this kid. In fact, Michael probably wants to pinch his ass and just and just he just he he only wanted to draft him in the first round because he knew if he let him pass somebody else would. He had to get him third. So that way he could play his dumbass dad in one-on-one, shut that family oh up God. forever. Because Lavar made it personal. Lavar made it personal. <laughs> Dude, what a what a trash person. <laughs> For real. For real. Oh, I guess that's not the last. That's not the last news. It is the 16th anniversary of the Malice in the Palace. Can you call it an anniversary? It's a bad thing. Yes, you can. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to watch <laughs> it today. I, I usually watch that clip once a year just to like remember how crazy that moment in sports was. Uh, Palace of Ar- Auburn Hills. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch that today. The fact that um, nobody got kicked out of the league for that is insane to me. Yeah, dude. The but. whole thing is insane. <laughs> the whole thing is insane. So happy anniversary, Malice in the Palace, Trent. What have we got going on this week in wrestling? That's pretty awesome. Drew McIntyre has a great theme song. Uh, This week in wrestling, for the second time... In his career, Drew McIntyre is the WWE champion. He's moving on to Survivor Series to face Roman Reigns. Uh, Survivor Series uh, this year uh, is Sunday, and WWE decided to still do like the the brand split. So Raw superstars will compete against um, SmackDown superstars. Uh, what it's looking like this year is I don't think it used to. Uh, they tried one year to do. NXT as well, so there's three brands. I don't think they're doing NXT this year, um, but NXT has a pay per view called War Games, which um, myself, Shane, uh, Joel, and Robert attended when I was in LA two years ago. Holy shit, that was really really fun pay per view. The big gimmick match with War Games, Nick, is it's the match with two rings side by side, and then a steel cage around the entire two rings. Hmm. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's an old uh, WCW event that they brought back. Okay. Um, but but I'm excited that Drew's got the title again. Um, <clears throat> I'm interested to see what they do with that. Um, 
there's some babies being had. Uh, who's going to win Raw or SmackDown? It's um, a great question. I need to look at the teams again. Uh, I would, I believe Keith Lee is on Raw, so I would love to see Team Raw win. Um, but who knows? Which SmackDown one? is a pretty, pretty much the better show right now. Is Keith What's Lee? Up? Is Keith? Um, maybe I'm, I'm the uneducated wrestling fan here. Is it Keith Lee or Mark Henry that's the big dude from Houston? They are both from Texas. Um, Mark Henry was the guy that we grew up with, and he was a okay. world's strongest man. Um, but they both have a similar build. The new guy Keith Lee, is Keith, Keith Lee. Keith Lee's new. Yes. Very that excited. That dude's cool. We, yeah. Um, we got some babies popping out. Um, Seth Rollins and Becky announced that they're having a kid. And then John Moxley Wait, cut a promo. Like Becky the man? Yeah. Yeah, the man's having a child. <laughs> That's going to be the next shirt. This man's having a child. <laughs> and then Mox and uh, Renee are having a quarantine, baby. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so congrats to them. Everyone's pushing out babies. Um, Io Shirai and Ray Ripley fought last night on NXT. Um, I'm seeing some good things about that, so I'll need to watch that fight today. Um, and some Undertaker news. They're still promoting that this is going to be Undertaker's final farewell. Um, as we all know, it's probably not. Um, this is the 30th anniversary of him de- debuting in WWF, WWE at Survivor Series. So that's crazy. He's been around Damn. Um, this promotion for 30 years. Um, but I think he's got to say goodbye in front of a live audience. So I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. But whenever we can safely do that, they'll most definitely bring him back. Yeah. Um, I watched the Undertaker and Kane documentary on the network, the Brothers of Destruction, when they were a tag team. Yeah. And about them com- coming up together. It's very good. Um, there's some fun little um, history in there I didn't know. I also watched the Paul Bear documentary about his character and how he, he uh, became into that role. Um, he was actually, in real life, a funeral director. Oh. Um, and so it was this weird, perfect storm right when he was in contact with WWF at the time. Um, you know, Vince asked him, what do you do to support your family? And he said, I'm a funeral funeral director. And he's like, well, we're trying to get this new gimmick over. It's called The Undertaker. And it was like a match made in heaven. And it was like perfect storm. Um, so that was really interesting, too. And then today, which I need to watch, is that um, The Undertaker will be on, he's on Hot Ones, the Hot Wing Challenge show. And so, um, check that out. It's uh, It just came out this morning, so I'll be excited to watch that. Hell oh yeah. yeah, his farewell speech, Hall of Fame, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, but that's this week in wrestling, Nick. Um, do we want to talk some hip-hop and music? Just real quick. Yep. Sussing, I'm officially a Post Malone fan. That dude is so fucking nice. He is so nice. He is the nicest dude. He popped dude. in last night? I cannot say. I cannot say. But I will say that he's a very nice, very nice, humble person. And I'm, I'm a big fan now. Dude, dude is so, so cool. So cool. He, he popped in last night? I cannot say. Oh. All I'm saying is that Post Malone is just a very nice dude. He's extremely nice, nice and extremely humble. 
Um, I have some other, other Post two. Malone news. Okay, if you go don't ahead. Mind. Yeah. He is hosting a beer pong competition television show. That's amazing. That I cannot wait to watch. Um, that's that. That's cool. I don't know if that's off-brand or on-brand. That's on-brand. Oh, that's totally on-brand. Yeah, he's like the Bud Light guy. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Um, oh, I got some more news. Yeah, you Unless do. you got something, Nicholas. Nope, um, I found, I found this artist on um, a country playlist on Spotify, but her name is uh, Yola, and it's a good mix of like country and old soul music, and her latest album was produced by Dan Auerbach, uh, one half of the Black Keys, and I can't stop listening to her music. Uh, if you like an old school soul and country sound, give her. It's just Y O L A, um, and so that's pretty fucking awesome. And then a friend of mine from college, um, Josh Rogers, he lives out here on the West Coast now. Um, he put out some kind of some like lo-fi. Uh, explosions in the sky um, kind of like chill study music vibes um, and his artist name is called In the Quiet and he only he's only got one song out now but he's going to put out more so if you guys like that kind of background um, chilled out vibes check out In the Quiet on Spotify um, but yeah man that's what I got hell yeah that is all we have for episode 29 of another shitty podcast thank you everybody for tuning in we love you more than you'll ever know we really appreciate it for those of you listening if you want to watch the podcast we do this every thursday at noon on instagram live at santa nikki g and at trent bruce my name is santa it's probably going to change back to sleepy at some point also (laughs) you can find this podcast anywhere podcasts are available on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, um, even SoundCloud. We're fucking everywhere. We won't see you guys until next Thanksgiving. We're not doing this for Thanksgiving. We're taking that day off. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We love you. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy. And especially Lolo Jones, happy Thanksgiving. We want the best for (laughs) you. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye, y'all. Peace, guys. Have a good week.